A student dressed as Hitler for book week, and the principal regrets that. A fighting cock killed a police chief during a raid. And the parents lose custody of a girl for naming her Tallulah Does the Hula from Hawaii. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian that records inside a closet. I hope the quality is up to your satisfaction. We got some news from around the world. It's weird. Hopefully it's funny. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A student was allowed to dress up as Hitler for book week, and the principal regrets it. A child at St. Philip's sought permission to wear a costume and won a prize, even. Won a prize for the best dressed uh, as Hitler, along with students from a visiting school that was Jewish. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh, what school is coming to visit us? A Jewish school? Now's the time to break out my Hitler costume. It says here the principal of St. Philip's actually regrets that a student, quote, with an interest in history and politics, was allowed to dress up as Adolf Hitler for book week. The student appeared as the Nazi leader as part of reading week celebrations at St. Philip's. He was also awarded one of the prizes for be- for best dressed. No. How? Who's giving this guy a prize dressed as Hitler? You don't get anything dressed as Hitler. You know, you get, maybe you get punched. That seems proper. I know that it is a child, but you know, you get removed from the school. Your parents should be called. You don't get an award, especially for best dressed. And it says here, the student was even featured in a parade that was held during the assembly. Come on. How do you feature a kid dressed up as Hitler in your... In your parade, this just sends the wrong message. I I don't know how this guy slipped through the cracks. Let's get some more information here. The principal named Roger confirmed that the student had asked, quote, a respected staff member for permission to dress up as Hitler and that she said yes. Now, she is absolutely shattered that she said yes. And we're all really concerned about her well-being, said the principal. (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm sure she's shattered that she said yes. As soon as she sees him in a parade, she's probably like, well, I didn't expect the costume to be this popular. I didn't expect him to win a prize and an award for best dressed. I just thought he would just blend in in the background. I thought the Jewish visiting school would just ignore him, you know, as Hitler in the back. I didn't think it would be such a big to do. Apparently, the costume was too damn good. The principal, of course, had to apologize to all the Jewish students who he said were, quote, absolutely fantastic and pretty accepting. (laughs) Accepting of the apology or accepting that, you know, Hitler was front and center in the parade? I mean, people must have been loving the costume. It won an award, right? People, this is, this ha- it happened in Australia. Are they just like over it already in Australia? This is not a thing. Like Hitler, yeah, it's Halloween. Hell, let it, let it go. Here's a quote from a staff member. Look, look, it was very distressing, okay? It was a poor judgment call, but the follow-up and the resolution has been outstanding. <laughs> Everyone's so pleased with how cool everybody was with the Hitler situation. The staff member says, This was an innocent mistake by a teacher who was respected, who was honorable, and a lovely person, who just just got it wrong on that day. The student involved has an interest in history and politics and did the right thing by getting permission for his book week costume. 
But they just have such a great attitude about this is a lovely individual. This student really just loves history. So we're like, you know what? Dress up as Hitler. We just love that you like history and politics. We hope you're learning. The school is reviewing its policies to ensure that nothing like this can ever happen again. <laughs> I love how you have to let's go sit down and review our policies. Does it say anywhere in there that no child shall dress as Hitler for book week? It probably should, right? Here's the thing. You don't need this in writing. I mean, everybody should just know it's common sense that you don't let this happen. It's like the kid that was that got in trouble at school dressing up as Hitler for Halloween. The parents totally condoned it. And it was like it was a big, messy situation. But you just don't let this happen. I think we can all agree there's certain individuals in our history that we're not pleased to see again, even if it's just in costume form. Do you guys agree or what? Call the show 646-450-2012. A fighting cock kills a police chief in a raid in the Philippines. A Philippine police officer unfortunately was killed during a raid on an illegal cockfight after a rooster's blade sliced his femoral artery. This is what the officials say. This is a freak accident for sure. Now, cockfighting, if you don't know, is a very popular blood sport in the archipelago where cash is bet on the outcome of a fight often to the death between two colorful birds armed with bladed spurs. Extremely dangerous. This cockfighting has been banned along with other sporting and cultural events during the pandemic in order to prevent large crowds from gathering and spreading the contagion. Of course, no cockfighting in the Philippines. Obviously, you can't have that. You can't have gathering. I'm wondering if cockfighting should just be disallowed in general anyways. It's just so damn barbaric. It's like dogfighting. I mean, how do you go and watch this happen? I don't understand it. It's a cultural thing. You know, everybody's different. People have different tastes. People are sensitive to different things. Maybe it's just me, but I don't know if I could go and watch such things. Uh, anyways, Monday's freak accident in the central province of northern Samar happened when uh, one of the lieutenants, Christian Bollock, picked up a fighting cock as he was gathering evidence of this illegal event. The blade struck his thigh, and the rest is history, unfortunately. Here's a quote. It was an unfortunate accident and a piece of bad luck that I cannot explain, said one of the officers. I, c I could not believe it when it was first reported to me. This is the first time in my 25 years as a policeman that I lost a man due to a fighting cock's spur. Well, how often do you allow your officers to just pick up these things as you're gathering evidence? This seems strange to me, like that you would actually gather all of the the cocks that have blades attached to them? Shouldn't you remove the blades first or put them in a bag? I don't know, a cage? I'm just trying to think. You just you, Really, you just gather them with your bare hands? Is this, the, is this the protocol in the Philippines as far as being a police officer? I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't take any of those cases that had to do with cockfighting. Oh, you're going to a co underground cockfighting thing? I won't be there. No, because then you're going to ask me to gather evidence and I'm going to get a blade up my ass. That's what's going to happen. I can't believe they asked their officers to do this. How much are these guys getting paid? This is ridiculous. Now, look, I'll grab your cocks if it's, I mean, no, that came out. That, that wasn't right. What I'm saying is I would grab the fighting birds. <laughs> I would grab the fighting birds if we just shoot them with a tranquilizer dart first. And then we take the spurs off and then we gather the evidence. You don't just grab these things while they have blades on them and they're, you know, they're freaking out. They're jumping all around. This is ridiculous. Three people were arrested and two fighting cocks were seized along with two sets of spurs in this raid 
Unfortunately, they lost a man, and it's really, it was unnecessary and very sad. This could have been avoided if I was in charge. Parents lose custody of a girl for naming her Tallulah does the hula from Hawaii. This is an old article that someone sent me, and although it's old, I still need to do it because it is so funny and so weird. I can't believe it. A nine-year-old girl whose parents named her Tallulah does the hula from Hawaii was put into court guardianship in New Zealand so that her name could be changed to something normal. Of course, who wants to be named Tallulah does the hula from Hawaii? What is wrong with your parents? What sort of drugs are these people on? A family court judge named Rob Murfitt. <laughs> Rob Murfitt. Oh, Rob should have changed his name too. That's a terrible name. The ju- I mean, they picked the right judge. He's got a terrible name. He can totally empathize. Rob Murfitt gave the order of the name change after hearing that this child was embarrassed about her name and, that, and, and had refused to reveal her name to her friends. Here's a quote from uh, the child's lawyer, Colleen. She told people her name was Kay because she feared being mocked and teased for her real name, which is Tallulah Does the Hula from Hawaii. <laughs> I don't even know how you... How do you fit that on a birth certificate? How do you hand that birth certificate in? There's got to be people in charge of birth certificates that can judge right then and there. It should be a job where you look at the name and you go, nope, you're not doing it. You're not naming this human Tallulah Does the Hula from Hawaii. We're going to just put a cutoff here. You need to go home and think about it. You need to take a breathalyzer because I think you're handing in this birth certificate while wasted. Unfortunately, there's no such system. But if I was in charge, there would be a system. And then kids all across the world would never have to worry about going to school with some stupid-ass name like Tulula does the hula from Hawaii and then being ridiculed for their entire life. And then they have years and years of therapy and they can't get love. The judge criticized the parents who give their offspring bizarre names frequently. Do they now? See, how should they be allowed to do such things? It's just crazy. This is like social services needs to intervene. The judge says this activity exposes children to ridicule among peers. The court is profoundly concerned about the very poor judgment that these parents have shown in choosing this name. It makes a fool of the child and sets her up with a social disability and a handicapped and rather unnecessarily. It does. It makes a fool and it sets up the child with a social disability. I couldn't, I couldn't say it better myself. This is a social disability. You put the child in a position to be mocked and unaccepted by peers, to be ridiculed at institutions like schools and other places, you know, like sports teams and whatnot. I mean, it's just, it's a disaster. It's, it's a form of abuse. The judge criticized the growing trend of parents choosing out of the ordinary names for their children. In his ruling, he said names such as Stallion, Yeah, Detroit, Fish and Chips, Twisty Poi, Keenan Got Lucky, and Sex Fruit were prohibited by registration officials already. <laughs> Others that were permitted, though, included twins called Benson and Hedges, which is a cigarette brand, an old one, I believe. Other children called Midnight Chardonnay, Number 16 Bus Shelter, and the judge added, Tragically, violence was also allowed. Another mother tried to use text language for her child's name. They weren't even words, he said. Wow. I mean, what are you doing? What do you think this is all fun and games? You can't name your child such things. Here's some names I looked up. These are like the worst names that have ever been handed down to a child. Sam Sung. <laughs> uh, sad Man, which is S-A-A-D-M-A-A-N. P-N-S. 
or penis, crisp P. Bacon, Hitler Mussolini, what are you doing? Dick Long, I. Paul Tukok, no. Mike Litoris, <laughs> Mrs. Wiener and Mrs. Butt. Uh, there's a bunch of them, though. Uh, someone was named Cooking with Poo. Who names their child Cooking with Poo? This is ridiculous. Major Dicky Head? No. Dr. Farts? These aren't real names, some of these. Jesus Condom? How? How is that a name? I think this is just a funny article. Batman Bin Superman? That's another name. I'm looking at a license, though. That's the name. Batman Bin Superman. <laughs> this is... Uh, oh, all right. So, I mean, what do we learn with this? We learn that... Um, you know, just parents are just regular people, man. And some of them should just be, you know, they need a little bit more education before they're allowed to choose a child's name. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Maybe you guys disagree. Call the show 646-450-2012. Any of you poor souls been named something just ridiculous like Lord Brain or some such thing? Anybody just just, just feeling it? Like is your first initial F and your last name U? Is this is this your life here? <laughs> Is your name Cash Register? Are you really struggling out there? Call the show. Hey, what's up, weirdos? This is Jonesy. Thanks for listening to another episode. I appreciate the articles that everyone sent me. You can send me whatever to uh, funnyjones at gmail.com. I got a nice email from Tracy, who's a fan and listener of the show. She wrote, hey, Jonesy, this is Tracy from Gibson's, or is it Gibson's? Gibson's, BC, Canada. I've never heard of that place. She says, I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now. Some weird shit goes on in the world, for sure. Thanks for sharing some of it. Uh, you mentioned recently a Paris cemetery being overcome by crayfish. Um, actually, that par- that wasn't a Paris cemetery. It was, um, I think it was in the Netherlands or something. They, re- they compared it to the popularity of the Parisian cemetery um, in that article, though. She says, craziness for sure. Jim Morrison might be buried there. Jimi Hendrix is buried in Seattle. Oh, I didn't know that. Buried in Seattle. He's from Seattle. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I didn't know that, though. She writes, thanks for the entertainment in the mornings. I will get around to buying you a coffee one of these days. Cheers from the west coast of Canada, Tracy D. Oh, that's where it is, the west coast of Canada. I guess uh, when I think of the west coast of Canada, I think of Vancouver, um, a place that I've always wanted to visit. We'll, I will make it someday. I will make it one day. I don't think Americans are allowed there right now. I don't think you guys want to see our face. And I don't blame you. I really, really don't blame you. Maybe next year, guys. Maybe you'll give us a chance. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I can come up to the west coast of Canada and check it out. Check it out. i got to wait for it to get warmer anyways. I can't go during the winter. Um, Jonesy is... Yeah, I've grown spoiled living in Southern California for a few years now. I just do not want cold weather, and uh, I'll avoid it at all costs. But someday, we'll do it. We'll get up there. I got a jacket somewhere in this closet. Do I? Let me see. Where is it? Oh, here it is. I got a couple jackets, actually. Um, you hear that? Just in case you weren't sure I was in a closet. Those are all clothes. What do you think? I'm lying? No, this is authentic, baby. Authentic, low production. <laughs> Uh, I had another, what did it say? I had another email here. Let me find it. Oh, yeah. This is a review from Holden, who didn't actually leave me a review, just kind of wrote it to me in email. Uh, Holden left me a disclaimer, though. I can't leave a review for whatever reason. But So here is mine. Quote, weird AF. I cannot go one morning without listening to this weird shit. 
Live, love, and be awesome, Holden. You're awesome, Holden. You live, love, and be awesome. Thank you for telling me to do so. I hope that you are doing the same, and clearly you're awesome. And that was a great review. If you can't leave me a review, like on Amazon or iTunes, yeah, this will do. This makes me happy. It's like getting an, an email of just, you know, trying to cheer me up. So, And it did. So appreciate that. Yes, if you can actually leave me a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or Amazon, that would be extremely helpful. Um, if not, it's no problem. Tell a friend about Weird AF News. That's pretty helpful. Um, also, check out my Patreon. It's one way to support the show. I'm doing something now where I'm I'm allowing everyone in the Patreon to ask me unbridled questions. Whatever question you want, and I'll answer it uh, for Halloween. And uh, they can be Halloween related or they can be, they don't have to be Halloween related. It's just, uh, it can be a free for all in there. And I hope it's going to be. I'm looking at the questions and they're pretty good. So you can, you can see the response to that. I'm going to shoot a video of me responding to all the questions. These are the kinds of things that you get in the Patreon. Just in case you're wondering, it's not for everybody, but if you'd like to join, it's patreon.com slash weird AF news. You also get bonus episodes. There's a lot of them. There must be at least 30 bonus episodes going back. And maybe not that many, but maybe in the twenties, I'd say. And uh, yeah, so patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Follow me on Instagram at funnyjones if you're bored. And uh, stay safe, okay? Cloned female mutant crapers. Cloned female mutant crapers. Cloned female mutant crapers. At you pay in a lobster shell. Crapers power. Hey, Jonesy, congratulations. It's Michael from Iowa City. I know they're not your beloved Boston Red Sox, but congratulations on the Dodgers win of the World Championship World Series. Uh, I'm watching the trophy be awarded right now, and so I just wanted to say congratulations on your adopted city of Los Angeles winning the World Series. Anyway, way to go. Don't go crazy. Take care. Hey, Jonesy, Dallas from Minnesota. Uh, for your question on favorite Halloween candy. Now, when I was a kid, my favorite candy was whatever uh, someone would give me uh, 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 wrapped gum, uh, I think like double bubble gum. Um, that that was my favorite as a kid. But I just went to uh, uh, Minnesota's largest candy store. If you've never been to Minnesota, definitely check this place out. Just keep in mind it's only open from May till uh, Thanksgiving and then it's closed all winter long. But uh, it's an amazing place of all kinds of candy. It's probably the only place I know of where I can buy candy cigarettes and uh, um, has candy from all over the world there. Uh, but I just noticed that they have Abba Zaba, and I like a fun size. The Abba Zaba is my all-time favorite candy, uh, all-time. There's no other candy that compares to it to me. It's my favorite candy. And now seeing that they have the fun size, it's actually something that can be put in, into a, a, you know, a Halloween basket or something like that. But uh, that's definitely my favorite candy. Always has been and probably always will be. Thank you, Jonesy. 